Hi, and welcome back to the Commented Podcast. I'm Decoria. And I'm Mia. And today we're doing another anime episode. We're giving y'all another one, like, for, like, the fourth week in a row, or maybe, I don't know, <laughs> like, four or five weeks. We've been pretty consistent with these, which is great. Hopefully we get to do a lot of them in the future, because both of us watch a lot of stuff. Well, not a lot, but we watch, like, at least one anime a month, I guess. Yeah. Or, like, a movie. <laughs> yeah. That's true. About, yeah, once a month, one a month, sometimes two, depending yeah so today we're going to be talking about a series that i watched um that nia hasn't seen called life lessons with uramichi onisan and let me say this now i once again i am not japanese i do not speak any japanese so there's going to be a lot of mispronunciation of names so apologizing in advance for anybody who has like a complex about that or doesn't like it but okay so, have you ever heard of the show before? I have not. Um, I literally know nothing. Uh, <laughs> I am going into this fully unaware. Okay. So, let me start off with, like, a little introduction or, like, facts about the show. So, Life Lessons with Urimichi Onisan is a Japanese comedy manga series written by Gaku Kuze. Um, it was serialized in 2017 and is still ongoing. An anime television series was adapted by Studio Blanc and aired from July to September 2021. So the demographic for this is actually Jose, which is like for adult women, which is like, oh, this is like the first anime show that we've done that was like Jose, which is cool. Um, Genre is dark comedy. And you'll see why after I like describe the show fully or like get into the funny moments. But the basic synopsis is that... In the studio, oh, synopsis is from my anime list, by the way. So in the studio of the morning children show, together with Maman, a crew of miserable adults prepare their facades of amicable smiles and cheerful exteriors to educate a group of innocent preschoolers. In the middle of it stars Uramichi Omata, a former gymnast who can't help but bring the kids down to earth by revealing the harsh and depressing reality of adulthood, even in front of rolling cameras. So behind the scenes, Uramichi's much-desired piece is deserted by his two bothersome juniors who work as the show's rabbit and bear mascot and the singers Yutano Tanado, Tadano, sorry, Yutano Tadano and a woman who only wishes to get married and Ikateru Daga, a handsome man with a crass sense of humor. And from smoking and exercising to nihilistic outbursts, everyone's big brother, Uramichi, always brings up the not-so-moral side to his life lessons. So, basically, what that is trying to say is, like, the the anime is about this kind of morning show. Like, think of, like, Sesame Street, but with real people. Or, like, a variety mm-hmm. show just for kids, right? But the show is not about... The anime is not about the kids. It's about the adults in the show and how... They have to pretend to be happy <laughs> in front of the kids, you know, <laughs> for the sake of a children's mm-hmm. show. But in between them pretending to be happy, they can't help but have these outbursts where they're like, life is not good. I'm depressed. Like stuff like that, <laughs> like showing their real side, like the real reality of the situation breaks through occasionally. So some characters, basically the main characters, Urimichi is 31. Um, he's a former gymnast and he starts as a gymnastics teacher on the show and they his gymnastics background is used often in the show the director 
demands him to do some pretty unreasonable things. There was an episode where basically the director was like, the intro that you do for the show is boring. Do a backflip. And like, the thing about Urumichi is that he injured his back. So Mm -hmm. them asking him to do a backflip was kind of like, my back is literally in pain, but you want me to flip and do tricks for you. But he does it anyway because he wants to keep his job. Um, and he's very prone to depressive outbursts, like in mid-show. Like there was an instance where he was just doing his regular introduction and he asked the kids like, how's everyone doing today? Everyone excited? And everybody's like me. And he's like, anyone depressed and hates their life and knows they're going to go back home to an empty department with no girlfriend. And like, nobody says anything. <laughs> they're just staring at him. <laughs> yeah. He just says it out of nowhere. <laughs> and, and he's like, and then he, like, you see him silently to the side under his breath. And he's like, me. Like, <laughs> like this show is so funny. Like, <laughs> Okay, and then the next character is Ikateru. Um, he's like one of the younger characters in the show. All the characters are in their late twenties to early thirties, by the way, for anybody listening. So that might that's pique nice. your interest. Yeah, that's really right. nice. Yeah, I'm shocked. Mm-hmm. Looking at these ages, I'm like, oh, this is this is interesting. Exactly. So Ikateru is a musical actor who helps sing the theme song on the show. And he also appears as like a recurring guest. Um, the thing about this character is that like he's very immature, as most 27-year-old men. And so <laughs> he he laughs at dick jokes basically. Like any kind of dick joke, he he finds it like the the peak comedy. Like he thinks that is like the <laughs> best thing anybody can say. Like somebody on the show was coming and their name was Richard. And he was like, he was like, oh, by the way, did you know that the nickname for Richard is Dick? And he just burst out laughing. Like that's how immature he is. Wow. <laughs> and also, um, he doesn't know how to read a clock. <laughs> They're just like an interesting. <laughs> and he can't he's one of those people who does not know how to read a room at all like something could be happening and he's just going to be thinking about food like somebody there could literally be like a medical emergency and he'll be thinking about food oh okay so the main female okay the only female character really um is yutano who is 32 um, she sings the theme song along with Ikateru, and she was a star graduate from a music college. She even worked as an idol singer and an Inca singer, which is like traditional Japanese music. You know how like um, what is that? You know in K-pop the the traditional Korean music. I can't remember what it's called. Mm-hmm. Uh, what is that called? Gracious. But it's some. She sings a, a similar music style to that, but it's like in Japanese culture. Gotcha. Yeah, but um, these two career paths for her uh, ultimately failed because she has very bad luck and timing. Also, she is stuck in a six-year relationship with her comedian boyfriend, who she hates. Um, and she, but the main reason why she's with him is because she wants to get married one day, which is like a lot of mm. women. <laughs> yeah, it's very relatable. Right, just gonna settle. Yeah, yeah, just gonna settle for less because they want to have kids and get married. The next character is Kumatani, who used to be roommates with Urumichi in college. Um, he plays this character called Kamao Khan, which is like a bear in a in a bear suit, and he's pretty 
quiet and calm. He's one of those strict characters. But the thing is, he has violent outbursts <laughs> when it comes to like his bosses. So his previous boss before he got on this show, he punched the boss in the face twice. And that's why he got fired. <laughs> he had a good reason to do so. <laughs> but the thing mm-hmm. is, like, dang, like you punched your boss twice in the face. And the next character is Usahara. Um, he's kind of like the typical guy in his late 20s who is broke and always asking somebody for money and always partying and always drinking basically hasn't gotten out of that college era that type of character and on the show he plays a guy in a rabbit costume then the last character i'm going to mention is kikaku who doesn't really come in until like the last five episodes but they show him a lot um he's basically this guy who used to be in a band but his band broke up I can't remember why. I think it has something to do with women. (laughs) I can't remember exactly why, but I think somebody cheated or something like that. But basically his band broke up. So now he works for the merchandising department at MHK Studios, which makes the show that everybody's on. And the thing about this guy is that he says everything in like a really nice way, but (laughs) but he's also one of those characters that's prone to mood swings. So he will say like, something really nice and then also say something like horrible with the smile on his face and also mm. will yell and uh apparently he's a serial cheater according to himself um, so oh, wow. yeah like on the show he said that like his girlfriend left him and the main character uramichi was like trying to show sympathy he was like oh man i can't believe you're well, no, he said his main girl left him. That's that, that was his exact <laughs> words, okay? And then Urumichi was like, oh, man, like, I'm so sorry that happened. And he was like, don't... Uh, he, and the, what did he say? Oh, my God. Kikaku was like, don't show sympathy, sympathy for me. I'm not a loser like you. I said my main girl left, not my side ones. And I was just sitting staring at my computer in shock. <laughs> I was like, nah, this guy is wild. But yeah, those are the main cast of characters. It's a pretty funny cast. And I really, like you mentioned before, um, how you like how they're all older. That's what I liked about it a lot, too. Because usually with a lot of anime, well, the ones that I watch because they're shonen, the characters would be like 13 or like 14, yeah, 15 with, the random, yeah, with yeah. the random adult character somewhere as like the, the teacher or sensei. But all of these people are in their mid to late 20s. Like none of the main characters are young at all. Okay, so because this is like just me doing a quick review of the show, I'm not going to go into like every single episode. I'm just going to really mention some of my favorite moments. That way you guys can like hear them and decide for yourselves if you want to watch it. And I'm going to try not to go over like every single moment in the show because I think the Mm -hmm. entire show is just really funny. So I just highlighted a few of them. Okay. So my first favorite moment, basically the setup is they're in the middle of filming for the show for the day and Usahara comes up and he's talking to Kumatani. They're both in their costumes. They're rabbit and the bear and they're talking and then Usahara's like, yo, I went to a bar last night and all the women there laughed at my jokes, which is so amazing because nobody thinks I'm funny. And then Kumatani turns to him and he's just like dang that's so crazy how in every level of society people are forced to be servile and laugh at the jokes of assholes even though they don't want to i feel really bad for women and then like i was just like what 
my goodness <laughs> yes and then the thing about that scene is there was a kid on set like with the tv show there's a bunch of kids on set because they're a part of the show so there's a kid who overheard it and she was like what does servile mean and then <laughs> usahara was like i don't know i'm only five years old like i don't know like he was pretending to be a rabbit so the kid goes and asks um Rimichi, and he says something about like how like you are forced to live in servitude to rich people or something like that. And like what? Yeah. He said that to a kid. This is not even like the most wild moment. Like some of the other moments on here are probably like gonna be like a more what the F type thing. <laughs> so the next moment is towards the end of the show, there is a photographer that works for the studio and he didn't want to come to the holiday party. So the merchandising guy, Kikaku, breaks his glasses to force him to come and threatens him, right? And so, (laughs) yeah, I don't know. I don't know why he felt the need to do that, but okay. So the photographer guy comes to the party and he's just like walking around wandering and so another character sees him and is like, hey, like, I've never seen you before. You're kind of, like, good looking. Like, who are you? And he was just like, I'm not interested in you. I'm not interested in anyone. I only like 2D women. I don't like any real women. And then all the <laughs> girls, <laughs> all the girls near him kind of just turned and looked at him like, huh? And then one of the girls is like, I thought you, what did she say? She's like, you invited, to me, you invited me to this party because you told me there are cute men here, but all they are is incels. And so they're all staring at the guy. <laughs> this feels like such a real, like, real life. No, like, that's that's what I like thing. about it. Because it's like, you know, everybody has these kind of thoughts. Like, you go to work, you pretend to be happy, you laugh at your boss's jokes. But at the end of the day, like, you don't really care about any of this. You're just trying to make money. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So that's how the show is. Like, you have those, like, and the show is not just, like, them being negative about their job. Like, one thing about Uramichi, even though he may like not like his boss and what and like some of the tasks at his job, he does it because he genuinely like likes kids and he likes helping children. So you have those moments in the show where he may be depressed and then a little kid will come up to him and be like, you know, I really love the show today. I like I bought your your action figure at the store and he will just burst out crying because of that, because he's like so happy that somebody's actually like appreciating his work. Mm. Okay, so another moment. So I think it was Utano um, or Utano. She made chains out of paper, right? And she showed mm-hmm. it to a kid. And she's like, do you know what this is? And the kid is like, are these chains like the ones that will bind us in adulthood? And I was just like, huh? <laughs> Mood, but at the same time, what? <laughs> yeah like they have the kids like having dropping these little jokes too at the same time as like the adults okay so next moment is um on the show because there are two musical actors a part of the show that's in the anime they have these random segments of singing right so the Mm -hmm. female character utano she has a song that is about being in your 20s and some of the main thing themes about the song is that when you're in your 20s you are broke you are starving. Your life is meaningless, but you are still alive. <laughs> this, this, 
this is like you know that spongebob episode where squidward goes through like or it's like someone who goes through the same thing every day yeah. and then it's like <laughs> the yeah. end of the meme it's like come to bed dear and he's like okay yep <laughs> it's like this feels like this very existential that's literally what this show is it's like that episode but like in it's like that one episode but except for one episode is 13 <laughs> This is wild. Yeah. Okay. And the next moment. So when does this happen? Let me remember. It was towards the beginning of the show. It was another scene where Uramichi is just like starting the show off, introducing like the cast and and everything. And he's like, okay, time for a new segment. And they do this segment, right? And then in in the happiest voice he can manage, he's like, oh, my gosh, like, you guys did such a good job pretending to be interested in this segment that is extremely boring. Make sure you keep that skill because you'll need it in the workforce when you grow up. I was just like, yo, like, you're right. You you, you didn't have to say it, but you're right. Right. And I was thinking about it. You're right. Yeah. And I was thinking about like, damn, I like. I literally just pretended to be interested today at work. My boss was telling me like about her weekend. Mm. <laughs> I was just like, okay. Yeah. Yeah. And so another moment that I liked. Um, so I mentioned before that the Utano character, she has a boyfriend that she has been with for six years. And she's basically, she does love him, but she also hates him. And she's basically with him because she doesn't want to feel like she wasted her time. And she's hoping that she'll get a ring soon so mm. six years sis i don't know about all that's that. what i was thinking too and i was like girl I, I mean if he wanted to he would <laughs> that's what i was right thinking the whole time year two he would have said something yeah six? yeah that's that ship has sailed and i think she knows that i think she knows that but she's <laughs> holding on to that hope but the characters have a trip to a hot springs as like a work thing or like a work vacation and so the girls are in their side of the hot springs and they're in their dorm their room just chilling you know just talking whatnot and suddenly utano's phone just starts buzzing like crazy she looks at it right her boyfriend is freaking out because there's a bug in the apartment and he doesn't want to kill it (laughs) girl if you don't break up with him expeditiously immediately as soon as possible um, i know oh, and it, it just shows how her boyfriend she even said this before how he's basically a child like she's basically raising a man who has like Oof. and i feel like the reason why i like this moment because i feel like so many women go through this like literally so oh, many yeah. women go through this you hear it every day how like their husband is literally like a, a second son literally (laughs) doesn't do nothing just another just another person in the house don't clean don't cook don't Mm -hmm. nothing so i'm just glad that they they threw that in there (laughs) so like a hey yeah okay this this show is attacking people no it literally is from people's necks left and right okay next moment um i mentioned before that rumichi has a back injury right that acts up sometimes so (laughs) he's doing the show one day and this really plump child comes up to me, to, to him, right? And out of nowhere, you know, Urumichi is just thinking about how much his back hurts. And the child is like, in this deep ass voice, he was like, I want uppies now. And Urumichi's <laughs> like, huh? Who are you? And then he finds out the kid is like one of the studio executive's son. So he's like, what? Oh, and then God. the kid is like, uppies now, like in this deep ass, <laughs> deep ass voice. <laughs> so Urumichi like, 
forces himself to pick the child up and the whole time his face is just like he's slowly dying inside and you can hear his back cracking as he's holding the kid up and then the director is like oh this is cute now pick all the kids up and so his he just oh. he just smiles like this really blank smile and he just does it <laughs> that's horrendous a yeah. nightmare the, i think the funniest part about this moment is the kid's voice if you watch it it has like it's a grown man i think i get <laughs> yeah. i think i get the vibe it's like he's like this <laughs> grown man not a child yeah, it's like right now give me uppies. <laughs> okay and then another moment i there's so many moments oh, this is gonna be like the last four of them okay i think or four or five so another moment is urumichi is on set as most of these moments are and there's there's one of the uh, kids on the set starts crying right he goes over to try to cheer him up so he starts playing peekaboo with the kid right and then on one of the parts where he's doing a peekaboo he's like what happened to my smile and my my will to live it's gone golly whoever wrote the script is just like yeah and all the moments i'm mentioning are dubbed this is not from the sub this is the dub that's being this funny oh wow yes that's another thing about this show like you could like the dub is really good and it's like humor translates like very well Mm. okay interesting so the next moment is about kikaku um this is the guy who was a merchandising guy who has the piercings and whatnot so he goes to the work event the party that i mentioned from before with the incel guy who only likes 2d women um (laughs) and so he's at the party he's supposed to go in and his i don't know if it's his girlfriend or one of his side girls they call him and he's like he's he's talking to somebody else he's talking to a coworker, and he's smiling and all of a sudden he starts screaming at his phone he's like i told you don't ever call me at work he's like yeah a mandatory fun is work and he's just yelling at the 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 girl or whatever on the phone i just thought that was funny especially like the mandatory fun part because like offices always have these parties expecting it to be like this great time but like most people are like this is still in some way an extension of work Right. <laughs> like i'm just like it's, it's just you're forcing me to be here exactly because you know if you don't show up you're going to be seen as the the not the team player at the job or whatever okay so another very relatable moment where michi's alarm clock goes off and he says why does the sun keep rising i feel that because <laughs> this morning i i wanted to stay in my bed i really did oh yeah okay and then another moment he's teaching the kids about what positivity means and he says grown-ups need positivity and that means that pretending it's okay when it's not and then he says staying productive and profitable that's all psychical psychological conditioning all of those letters begin with p <laughs> goodness someone is a someone is truly an anti-capitalist that's what and I was someone thinking, who like, wrote this is going through is it they are going a commentary through on capitalism and the workforce and Literally. the 40-hour work week <laughs> or no japan's work <laughs> week is longer than ours too isn't it yeah, yeah like eight. they have it like 60 hours yeah because they go on saturday and sometimes even sunday yeah and aren't they a part of the culture where like if your boss says you need to work longer hours like you all have to do it yeah like yep yeah that's crazy yeah so maybe this show maybe we found like this show is actually deep (laughs) because no it it is (laughs) it's actually deep okay 
another moment um so the director in the show even though i didn't mention him as a character that's because they didn't really mention his name so i didn't list him down but he's a recurring character um and he's a very unreasonable director like i mentioned before when they had an episode where he forced or meant you to do backflips even though his back was injured and then at, after he forced him to do all those backflips he was like mm, we're gonna cut it just do your regular intro so <laughs> there was another moment in the show where for some reason they wanted to film the winter advertisement for the show in the summer right Mm-hmm. so they had all the cast members dress up as if they were in the middle of the winter time when it was like 90 degrees oh, outside no. and they didn't do it in front of a green screen they did it outside so imagine like a oh bunch of God. actors and whatnot and staff just with parkas and uh knitwear and sweaters and scarves and all that and gloves so everybody's just like about to die basically because they're sweating and the director is in the shade, of course, with two people fanning him and a nice iced hot tea. I mean, iced glass of tea and lemonade or whatever. And so the Kumatani guy I mentioned before who's quiet but who punched his previous boss before, he literally just has a mental breakdown. Like, he's in a bear costume. He's sweating his ass off. The director asks him to do something, and he just loses his shit. And so basically he walks into the director, and he stuffs him inside the costume. Oh wow! <laughs> makes him wear the yeah. <laughs> he makes him wear the bear suit, and, and he's like, "So, can you show me exactly what you wanted me to do again?" And then after that, the director is like, "You know what? Maybe we should just wrap the shoot up for today, and you know, I should treat you guys mm. better." And blah blah blah. Okay, last two moments. So there's this one is not really a particular moment, but. The character Usahara, he has a tendency to talk shit about Urumichi when he thinks Urumichi is not listening. So he'll say stuff like, oh, this guy's an asshole. Or <laughs> like, he's so mean. Like, he looks so depressed. Blah, blah, blah. And like, every time he says something, Urumichi just happens to be around the corner and hears him. And chaos just ensues from there. And the last moment I want to mention is probably like my favorite moment in the show. <laughs> and so... Uribichi is like they're on set once again and he's doing like some tricks in front of the kids and one of the girls one of the little kids asks like why are you doing that and Uribichi is like you know how when a dog sits when his owner says sits or gives his paw when the owner says paw he's like I'm doing that because it keeps my lights on and food's on and food on the table <laughs> right and so the little girl says do you want to stay alive so you can keep doing tricks like a dog? <laughs> oh, wow. Not the children reading his. <laughs> yeah, she says it in the like most innocent child voice ever. And Urimichi... Kids don't know. Yeah, they don't know. And Urimichi just like... He just doesn't really... Like, he doesn't... He says something, I can't remember, but it was much... He Basically, he was just agreeing with her. Like, I can't do anything about this. This is just my life type beat. <laughs> but yeah, those are like some of my favorite moments from the show. Once again, I'm not going to go into, like, every single episode because, like, I think these were, like, maybe 15 or 10 moments. So, the whole show, think of these moments, but times, like, a thousand. There's, like, more of this that happens, Mm. like, in every single episode. So, is this show, like, Slice of Life? Yeah. Or is there, like, yeah, gotcha. It's a Slice of Life show 
that's basically what it is but it's a comedy slice of life so it's not really like romance or mm. anything in there it's just straight up like dark comedy mm, interesting yeah and so after listing all of that out i think it's like if you liked anything about what i said or you thought anything that i said was funny you should definitely check it out but even if you didn't find those moments funny, you will definitely find something else in the show funny because it, like I this is like legitimately hilarious. Like usually anime comedy doesn't really like do anything for me, but I think it because this mm-hmm. show was so relatable and it was like grown people, it was just like so funny to me. Like I found myself genuinely like mm-hmm. laughing many times. Mm-hmm. But yeah. yeah, it sounds funny. Like just on the way you describe these moments and like the dialogue, it sounds like they really did a great job of making this yeah they did and it wasn't boring at all because usually that that's the problem i have with like slice of life like after a moment you get kind of bored like okay how many times can i watch them pour orange juice in the cup or (laughs) go to work but yeah and personally i gave it like an eight out of ten but i might watch it again and rate it higher because i really did think it was funny i want to read the manga as well because i think this is one of those shows where um there tends to be this thing with like shonen, not I'm sorry, not shonen, shoujo anime and jose anime. The anime aimed towards women for some reason. <laughs> they get like a one uh, season anime, then they don't make a season two. And basically, the anime mm. is a promotion for the manga. Like here, watch this, and mm. if you like it, go read the manga. So I might pick up the manga That's just to see i don't think it'll be as impactful though as having it like voice acted and animated but yeah because deliveries like i know thing you can read something it can be funny but sometimes you need to like hear it and see it exactly you know yeah exactly then once again like the dub this like i would watch it dubbed i'm gonna watch it again in sub but i think the dub was really good and it's funny and the, the voice acting in the dub was very natural so definitely check it out um and i think that's been about 30 minutes so we're gonna go ahead and wrap it up um what's Mm -hmm. coming next for us i think it's 101 Um, dalmatians yeah that's tomorrow yeah Mm -hmm. well our time tomorrow (laughs) yeah for you guys it'll be like Um, the week after this episode airs on saturday or on wednesday right yeah wednesday yeah i think so uh-huh and then um are you watching anything I, I know you just finished this show or is there any anime that's on your radar that you're watching um there let me look it up because i just added something to my list the other day but there was one that recently started airing not too long ago that was about um soccer so i'm gonna check that mm-hmm. out because i usually i usually do like sports anime i think they're pretty interesting i think it was called awashi a o a s h i hold on let me make sure i have this correct <sighs> too many names to remember yeah i was correct so oh, Ashi. <laughs> i'm gonna definitely check that out of course everybody's watching spy family we'll definitely do an episode on that because i think marin is watching that as well oh really? yeah oh yeah we might do a an episode on mm-hmm. that um what about you yeah, cool um i'm watching after I got through my run of like trying to find every single fantasy <laughs> anime possible, um, the Saints magic is omnipotent is really good. Uh, that's just like a very like this woman is overpowered. Uh-huh. She's like the savior to this world type thing, and it's very. You said good. the Saints magic. So I'm watching mm-hmm. ooh, the, the Saints magic power is omnipotent. Sorry, that's the full. Title. Is it like an isekai? Um, 
It okay, is. that's because the isekai is usually have those kind of t- long titles. <laughs> they yeah. do. That's hilarious. Okay. Um, I'm also watching Ranking of Kings, which oh, is great. We should do. Oh, yeah, I like goodness. that one too. Have you seen um, it? I saw, I'm still watching it currently, so I saw a good bit of it, but we could definitely do an episode on that one too, because that one is very, very good. Yes, yes. And we need to add Boji to the bestest boy yeah. list. He deserves Protect him at all costs. He's up there. Yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah, but this show that you've talked about today is really interesting. I might check it out. Yeah, like shows. definitely just like if you're like doing your hair or something, just turn on the dub and you're going to be laughing like the whole time. It's on Crunchyroll too, by the way, yeah. for anybody wanting, wanting to know where it is. I pro- it probably was on Funimation before Crunchyroll bought them, but. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Ripped to, crun- to Funimation. Yeah. But that is all from us today. Um, Let us know if you're watching anything or if you have anything like this that you want to recommend to us or your thoughts on Urumichi Onisan if you did watch it. Um, you can reach us at on Twitter. Uh, TikTok, Instagram, YouTube, any other platform? I can't. I think those are all of ours. Uh, Discord. Oh yeah, Discord. Mm-hmm. Yeah, at commented. Yeah, Discord. Mm-hmm. And our Discord link is in all of our bios. So just check it out. Join. We are getting new members every day, which is awesome. And give us five stars on Spotify. And if you're on Spotify, run to Apple Podcasts and give us five stars there as well. (laughs) 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 But that is all from us. Thank you so much for listening. Bye. Bye, y'all.